0: Out of Bounds.
1: Triple M. This is a massive round of football coming up in the Lower Southwest Football League. Final round of the regular season. And there is one game and one game only that everyone has their eyes on. It is Sunday afternoon. It is Southerners versus Tigers in Pemberton. This game is going to be amazing, Craney. It will. And we're going to talk to one of the Tigers legends. You know, legends. you only got to mention this
2: bloke's name. Oh. And the defenders start to Shiver. get into shivers yep. and start to sweat.
1: Yep. Of course, we're talking about the whiz in Linda Muir. How are you, mate? Yeah, good boys. How are you? Yeah, good. Not a bad build-up there from Crania, I must suggest. So this better be good. Hey, Lyndon, um, 49 goals for the season. Let's touch on your season so far. Very good performance up in the forward line. Um, As I said, 49 goals, getting close to 50 this weekend. How do you rate your season on a personal note? Uh,
3: Jeez. I mean, it's been a while. Obviously, I'm getting a bit older than that. But, uh, no, it's good to get on the end of a few. But, yeah, no, the team's going pretty well. So, yeah, just looking at uh, trying to get a win on the weekend and uh, hopefully make finals. So.
2: Mate, do you reckon yeah. you'd have 60 goals if Spud would clear out a little oh, bit no. and give you a bit of room? Oh,
3: I'd probably crack a ton every year if was in the back line,
2: <laughs> but...
1: Because Spud being Spud Starkey, who happens to also be uh, old mate coach, and as we say, just you know, pushing himself towards the forward line, does that get a little bit contentious? Then all of a sudden, at say the three quarter time huddle, when you're down by ten points, And you're like, "Hang on, I should have had a bag by now." <laughs> nah, it's not about that, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look, look, Spud tells me all the time he dishes off to you quite regularly, mate. Oh. Nah, there is a bit of truth
3: to that. We've got a little thing going on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, the old
2: turn around and uh, yeah, which is good. So, now mate, um, so I'm getting back to the season proper. Yes. Tigers, um, how do you, how's the season been so far as a club, and how have you seen your form as a unit? Uh
3: yeah, I've actually been. Um, pretty surprised with the way we've, yeah. Uh, you know, um, at the start of the year, I was a bit nervous. Obviously, we lost a few guys, a few travellers that we had last year. Obviously, Smithy and. Uh, Luke, Hayden, Gregory, the boys from Bunbury, um, they, so they were big losses. Uh, we played in the prelim last year and then, um, yeah, we had a pretty pretty young list and we managed to get a few wins early. So, no, I'm very surprised and pretty happy with how we're tracking. Obviously, we could get a win on the weekend, but, yeah, I'm sure the boys will do their best and see how it goes. So.
1: Yeah, you mentioned you'd started the season well, four wins from the first five games. It's sort of fallen away a little bit. Uh, do we know, have we pinpointed what the reason for that has been? Uh, probably a couple
3: of injuries. Um couple
1: of injuries of legs he's like done his
3: knee so he won't play again. So just a few injuries, um yeah, guys coming in and out of the side and just just a bit of youth and inex- inexperience I suppose. Mm. But yeah, we're learning and uh, growing as a group, so that's good.
2: Probably the one that really hurt you and I know you can't change the past is when you travelled up to Codes and up and you had that a uh, bit of a shocker. Yeah,
3: yeah, that no, that definitely uh Mine, uh talking about the morris on the I guess it's just one of those ones. It's probably the best side we in for the year and but they came switched on, the coach boys, uh, to their credit. I think they always play a bit better up there. But uh, no, it's just how you know, it goes, unfortunately. It's footy.
1: Uh, We're with Lyndon Muir here on Outer Bounds right around the southwest here at Triple M and of course Daniel Leach here, Alan Crane over there. Tigers this weekend huge game up against Southerners so Crane, let's talk about this with the Wiz because this is huge, isn't it? Absolutely, it's a be all end all for these two clubs. And how's the
2: squad looking for this weekend? uh, Just about back to full strength?
3: Uh, We've actually got a a few injuries uh, not injuries but uh, a couple of boys that have uh, taken some uh, timely holidays. Rob Dawson's Get off to Melbourne, I think, to watch the basketball. Jeepers. <laughs> yeah, he's done well. And I think Nathan Ward, uh, he's on a work trip in in Bali, so... No. A <laughs> yeah,
1: nah. wink, mate. wink, work trip in Bali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, I
2: reckon if you lose, I, I reckon they'd want to steer clear of spud for a couple Good of point. weeks, wouldn't they? Oh, mate, he's been
3: fuming for the last couple of weeks, So, because <laughs> he, he, he found out about it. But I'm pretty sure the boys reckon they told him at the start of the year, so...
1: They'll enjoy hearing this on the podcast, won't they? But anyway,
2: <laughs> now last time you played Southerners, I think it was a draw. Yeah. So there's not much between these two football clubs. Nah, not at all. I mean, we've had probably had a good rival with with our South over the
3: last oh six or seven years since we uh, played them back in a, in, a, in a grand final in 2013. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's it'll be close. It's a very close competition this year, so it's, it's very possible that yeah, any any either of the sides that get in could do some damage when they get in
2: there. So. Mm. So where do you see the Southerners' strength? Where do you need to lock them down?
3: Uh, obviously, they're, they're rucking midfield. With with, with Funnel, He's always uh, gives their midfielders first use of the footy. And, uh, yeah, Shane Bendotti and Tom Walker are always very good in the middle. So if we try to shut them down and stop their run, that going uh make it a bit easier for us, I
2: think. And what about yourselves? Where are you going to win this game?
3: Um, yeah, we've probably had a fair bit of a uh, good run link-up across half-back and bringing the ball forward. Like um, when, when Tim Itsu pushes back and links up with his brother Jack and Chrissy Dagley, so get the, get the ball moving. And uh, it makes it pretty easy to score when we can uh, get the ball in our hands across half-back. But, yeah, you have to win the footy for, you know, yourself first, so, yeah.
1: Now, yeah, it's time to get a little selfish. Um, uh, by Sunday you're going to know how many goals you're going to need to kick to go uh, top of the league leader table because of course Jordan <laughs> Jupp plays for Bridgetown he plays on Saturday he's four ahead of you right now so let's say he scores I don't know three or four against Cogin up and you have to kick eight or nine is that going to all of a sudden just sneak into the game if you guys no, manage mate, to get I'd ahead against right. Southerners for a little while there <laughs> nah no,
3: mate I'd rather kick none no, and no. we win the game but yeah we'll see how go yeah, we'll play this back next week
1: and see if that's actually the case <laughs> and come <laughs> away with ten goals and all of a sudden top of the league table. Hey, uh, we wish you the best of luck this game uh, this weekend. It really is going to be an amazing contest. And I reckon there's going to be a lot of people that are from the other clubs going along to this game just because there is so much riding on it. Southerners versus Tigers in Pemberton. Two o'clock start for the league game. Colts and reserves start from 10.15 as well if you're wanting to get yourself along to that. Uh, Lyndon, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and wish you the best of luck, not just for this weekend, but fingers crossed for your sake into the finals as well. Yeah, all the best, boys. Cheers. Out of Bounds. Triple M. Uh, Craney, it is time that we uh, focused in a bit more on the Lower South West football yes. league. Yes, zone in on it, mate. Oh, I'm looking for, I look forward to this chat every single week. Cause, oh, why, wouldn't you? Well, because the man that we've got is an absolute superstar. Absolutely. Obviously. But I get the feeling that he's probably even a bit more up and about because last week his side, Dean Mill, locked their spot into the finals. We're talking about Nigel Reeve. Hello!
0: Good afternoon, boys. How are we going?
1: Going wonderfully as always. We've. Uh, How are you, Crony? Good, mate. Good. You'd be absolutely
2: pumped. Yes. 15-8 oh, oh, to 4-5. Four, four,
1: yeah, no, the,
0: the boys played really well. That was their best four-quarter effort for the year. So, uh, well done to them. And, uh, yeah, well done to Imperials on the Sunday, the day after, to, well, not, well, nearly secure second spot, I suppose. They've still got to get over Boy Brook, but... Uh, on current form, you'd think they'd do that. But no, Dean Mill played really well, so it was a, a pleasing effort. And for uh, their coach's 200th game, nice. they uh, not only himself, because he kicked a lazy half dozen, oh. but uh, like the, the guys got behind him and uh, they celebrated in style for his milestone
1: game. I was going to say, we'll touch on Imperials in just a tick because obviously a big win for them. But yeah, David Fall, 200 games. Obviously, as player coach, he's done an incredible job for the Dean Mill Football Club. And like you say, lazy six. Oh, what a shame, eh? Yeah, not a bad way to spend your $200, is
2: it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, and he played really well. And uh, his last couple of weeks, you know, he's uh, just found that form that he had probably four or five years ago. And, uh, yeah, just another avenue into attack. So uh, well done to him. Uh, It's a big milestone down in this league, considering the amount of games we play each season. But, uh, yeah, look, the guys got got behind him and uh, celebrated a really good win.
1: So Imperials, uh, they kicked away after three-quarter time and got the job done over Bridgetown. Uh, they unpacked the way to uh, to beat Bridgetown. I take it this uh, last weekend.
0: Yeah, and as we spoke about last week when we were tipping who was going to win, we—I mean—I think one of you guys tipped Imperials to win, but I—I I picked Bridgetown. It wouldn't be—I'm surprised, surprised he
2: hasn't admitted that.
0: <laughs> uh, I think he, he did, didn't he? <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll
0: gloss over Man. that. We'll get into the yeah, good that's game. right. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, Thanks, I, I wasn't going to be surprised if Imperials did win. They—they they ran uh, Bridgetown to a point. Their last four or five weeks have been outstanding. Uh, they're well coached, well drilled. They had a couple out, so it's a even better win. But just for what was on the line for them, uh, more so than uh, Bridgetown, they uh, they did the job and and uh, pretty much secured second spot.
1: And let's quickly give some plaudits to boy uh, to uh, our coaching up as well, getting their fourth win of the season, beating Boyup Brook by twenty five points. Mitchell Blakers with five goals, uh, good way for them to uh, round out their season for coaching up.
0: Yeah, goose is me. Yeah, and then young uh, Mitchell Blake is—he's only uh, about twenty years of age, and uh, he's, he's good size, and uh, yeah, he's got a big future in front of him. So, right under Cogen up, they uh, yeah, look, they've been very competitive this this year, and um, yeah, it's a good uh, foundation for next year's season.
2: I think that's what Cogen up set out to do this yep. year, wasn't it? Just getting numbers and to build a little bit of a foundation.
0: Yeah, and I think they've done it beautifully. Obviously, uh, I don't know their coach at all, but uh, he's done a great job. And as I said uh previous uh, occasions, they've got some really good people over there. So the foundation's set now for them to maybe acquire another couple of players and, and build on what they've uh, done this year.
1: Okay, to this week's big, wow. huge, massive final round of the regular season. Uh, Boya Brook Imperials. Imperials should get this one done, yes?
0: They should, but... I wouldn't mind if Boyup got over the line <laughs> uh, as, as far as D-Mill goes. Yes. But
1: look, uh,
0: Boyup are just going to keep going. They've got nothing to lose. Imperials, uh, they've got a couple of injuries, but I, I think they'll have uh, enough depth and strength to get over Boyup this week.
2: Just quietly there, have the D-Mill guys set a little bit of money away for a few cordials for oh. Boyup, Brook, if, oh. if they can knock over him?
1: an idea.
0: I don't know if they've had a bet on it, but I reckon if they got over the line, there might be some coming there. way. <laughs> <laughs> Ah uh, look, uh, Imperial's form is as good as Bridgetown's in the last six or seven weeks, so uh, I'd expect Imperial. And with second spot on the line, I think they get over the line there.
1: You and I think so, yeah. And, of course, drink responsibly, gamble responsibly, please, as well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Bridgetown Cojan up. Uh, again, you'd suggest Bridgetown will get the job done here. Um, Cojan up, I mean, they've got nothing to lose themselves. They'll throw everything at this.
0: They will, and uh, I suppose for the first time this year, uh, Bridgetown are on the rebound So it uh, mm. be interesting to see how they respond And I'm expecting them to respond uh, Pretty savagely actually And uh, and uh, warm themselves up for a second semi-final
2: I wouldn't mind that if I was Goose And um, the cogent up boys Because if you're going to finish the season I know you, you might wear a bit of a beaten, But you might as well take on the best side And have yeah. a crack at it
0: Well, you might as well, and it'll just give uh, their supporters and their whole club a bit of uh, enthusiasm and and to look forward to next year as far as coaching up goes, but... uh Yeah, I think Bridgestone will be too strong in that game.
1: Okay, Sunday's game. This is early elimination final. This has got uh, everything riding on it. It's Southerners versus Tigers in Pemberton, 2 o'clock start. Spoke to Lyndon Muir, the whiz, a short time ago. And uh, I don't want to say he sounded necessarily confident, but uh, I'd like to think he's got 10 goals to kick and uh, get himself to the top of the goal-kicking table by the end of it. But is that going to be enough for them to get over the top of Southerners? Well, I think if he
0: kicks 10 goals, that'll be enough. Uh, uh, from a DML perspective, I'd hope it's pouring with rain and it's very brutal and physical because and, <laughs> uh, they've got to play one of those teams the week after. But uh, look, Southerns were a bit off their chaff last week um, and, and Tigers, obviously, it's just a big game. Uh, and I'm expecting, well, not expecting, but I think Southerns down there will be a couple of goals better side. So it uh, should be a great game of footy, though. So it's. It, You know, the prize is to play in the finals and see how far you can go. And um, they've all beaten teams above them other than Bridgetown. So, um, yeah, I think Southern just down at home, might just have the edge.
2: Both these sides have been up and down, though, haven't they, throughout the season. They've had really good wins and then they've had losses. Like, I remember Tigers lost to Codian And it was just – there was – sometimes they just haven't performed how they they needed to, and I reckon this um – this will be a very interesting contest. I might have a crack at the Tigers this week. Dan, how are you going?
1: I get the feeling Tigers, I think Southerners have just about fallen fallen in a hole now. Um, yeah, I think Tigers are going to get up in this one. But then again, they've lost their last two coming off a bye. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. both both are not in very good form at I'll the I'll get minute. the dartboard out and see what happens. Come, mate, you're, you're the
2: expert <laughs> at the minute. You've tipped the Imperials. Oh, yeah, get out with you. <laughs>
1: well, with, my,
0: with my experience in the last hours as a player and a, and a supporter, uh, Southerners are normally quite good this time of year. Not normally. They are very very good this time of year. So I, I think they'll just respond and get themselves into the finals and then it's anyone's game from there.
1: Look. Isn't it
2: a great way to finish the season? Yeah. An extra final.
1: I posted up on the Lower South West Football League Facebook page the other day, whoever worked out the draw, they did exceptionally well because to have this as the final game of the home and away season, it's worked out absolutely perfectly. And especially seeing as both sides drew with with each other earlier in the year too. So this is going to have a lot riding on it indeed. Round 17, Lower South West Football League action. It's going to be a belter happening across the weekend. But that game on Sunday, oh, look, if you're a local footy fan, go out and have a look at that one. Nigel Reeve, thank you so much for joining us and then by the time we talk next week we're talking finals buddy
0: we are and uh, yeah it would be interesting to see who we're up against but uh, no, I look forward to it, it's a good time of the year Easy.
1: Nigel Reeve joining us here on Out of Bounds at Triple M The local word on sport Out of Bounds Triple M well, We're going to be keeping a close eye on Saturday um, at a game that is going on at Harvey Oval which is going to have a lot riding on it, I suppose, for the Harvey Bulls fans, but in particular for one man who is br- who is going to be equaling a pretty darn good record.
2: Oh, absolutely! And look, I'll run through a little bit here for you, Dan. Yes, he's going to play his 289 league game for Peel. Yes, uh, for Harvey. Yes, he played 150 15 games in the Peel League, right. 174 in the Southwest Football League. Yes, made a debut in 2000. Ish, we're not quite sure whether that was, but that's around. it. Oh, that's about right. And his name is Mark Tirubino, and we have him on
1: the line. So are we, fellas? I feel honoured to have someone that uh, started playing football in 2000 and is still kicking on, Charis. Uh Congratulations <laughs> on making it to what is obviously a pretty big record to uh, equal the league games at the Harvey Bulls. This is going to be something special this weekend, I'd have thought.
4: Uh, yeah, definitely. It's... Uh... It's uh, been a goal of for a while. Now that I've uh, sorta of got over two hundred bucks, I thought I could get there, so yeah, no, nah, it's pretty important for me anyway.
2: Yeah. Now, mate, you um you equal Nathan Scott's record. Did you catch up with Nathan before you do that and um or on game day? Um well I think he th- I think he might be around maybe. And, uh, he hasn't been around that much lately, but he,
4: he reunions and stuff like that we were seeing, so but yeah, he might be around. It'd be nice to see
2: him. Mate, 2000, I think, was your league debut. It was round there anyway. 2019 now. That's a long time in footy. Is that all to do with all that coconut water you drink before the oh, game? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you got some good info, haven't
4: you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, uh, I do like a bit of coconut water before the game. I've only uh, been doing that the last couple of years, and so I'm getting old and whatever, whatever works, I'll just keep doing.
1: It keeps you looking youthful and hydrated, doesn't it? Yeah, bloody hell! I tell you what, we've gone and covered a couple of games this year uh, with the Harvey Bulls. And without a, a word of a lie, uh, to watch you go out there and play, and obviously, you know, there's been some, um, you know, lack of numbers at times for the for the club, but you are out there and giving it your all every single week, and you're still well and truly up the top of, you know, the best players every single week for the club. Um, do we put it down to the coconut water, or what do we put it down yeah. to? Because you really do, you know, yeah. give it your all every single week, and, and always seem to shine for the club.
4: Um, yeah, I, I don't know about the coconut water. I just think uh, oh, I'm pretty well committed, I reckon. I reckon uh, I'll put a fair bit of effort in on the track. And, yeah, that's, that's about it. But I'll,
1: I'll I'll take the coconut water as well. Yeah, that's enough coconut water talk. they <laughs> have had enough publicity. <laughs> done and dusted now,
2: Crane. One of the things that I, did, I talked to a few teammates, you might have gathered, one thing that they had a very common ground with was you're always first to training. You're always first to get ready for a game day. Uh, that's a big part of your your success in this game, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, I, I just I love it. So anything I can do at training, anything to make me play better, whatever I'll do it. And I just love getting around the lads, really. And
2: yeah. Have you found out something that's changed over the years? Um, the commitment to change train, uh, training. Because if you need to train, if you're going to play good footy better, I get the feeling that training's not as high on the list with some players as it used to be.
4: Uh, yeah, I reckon you're definitely right there. I think um, you'll get yeah, your really committed guys that will come every week and you'll get some that just don't have to come and get a game and that don't have to come because they don't want to. And Yeah, I think yeah, all, all clubs would have all aspects of all of them, I reckon.
1: Friday afternoon here at uh, the Triple M Southwest Studios here in Bunbury. This is Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. And we've got a man who is breaking a pretty big record or equaling a big record at the Harvey Bulls Football Club. Mark Cherubino plays game 289 this weekend, which is a fine effort, isn't it, Craney? It is. And I think,
2: uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, Taro, you paid around about 150 in a row. And then your little, uh, yes. and then your little daughter decided to come into the world. I'm um, just about on home final game. Oh,
4: yes, that was. Uh, so what's that elimination final two? There, uh, yeah, two years ago. So 2017, we uh, had a game against Margaret River here, and I uh, didn't play. So it was about a hundred and forty, I reckon. A long time, anyway. Yeah.
1: isn't that just? Uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, prior performance prevents people, uh, pre-performance or something like that? Shouldn't there have been sort of a calendar put together between you and the missus? Uh, yeah, I tried I tried that. Uh it didn't work. Um, <laughs> and there was
2: no way I was playing. So. Oh, fair point. Now, mate, can you tell me whether this is true? that you actually packed your footy bag and took it to the hospital just in case? <laughs> well, no, because we played in Harvey. I packed my footy bag and left it on my bed at home and,
4: and, I, and I didn't get home till four days later, so she's yeah. still sitting there for the next week. Yeah,
2: now, now, mate, getting back to the footy, I have talked to a lot of blokes, yeah. haven't I, mate? Uh, getting back to the footy, 2004, 2005, Premiership years, they must have been great for the club.
4: Oh, they definitely were. Was, uh, obviously... A long time ago but yeah we worked really hard in those days and yeah we got the rewards so yeah back-to-back's a very good feeling even the first one was awesome but yeah once you get that back-to-back as well it just makes it a bit more special
2: now you played um as i said 115 or something in the peel league mm. was that a big change for the club as a whole when you decided to, to leave the peel league and join the southwest footy league
4: yeah it was a, well i think it was, a, it was a real big call but they uh they just bit the bullet and did it, and obviously we uh, ended up getting a few more sponsors and things like that out of it, and I think that's what you know was behind it all. And I think that it, it was a good move in the end. It's closer for us as well. Like we'll end up travelling to Quinana and Rockingham and you know areas like that. Where now we're only you know most of our games a half hour away or whatever. So yeah, so it's, I think it's worked out really well, and I think it will like in tie with our juniors and things like that. So yeah, I think it's good.
2: Now you've had a well, a tough year to say the least this year, but there are positives within the Harvey Bulls footy club. I know the off off field and the social side of it is brilliant. You just need to get that on field up a bit. Yeah,
4: well, we we have a good time off the field and I think um every every smaller club will go through what we're going through, so I think we can, uh, we can, we can build from it again. We've been here before and we've got out of it. I think we'll do the same thing again.
1: And one of the big things that's uh, been you know, very key for the Harvey Bulls football club has been the women's competition coming in and seeing the success of them from pretty much the get-go, except just not being able to get a premiership, I suppose. Um, they're in there with a big shot once again this year. I mean, I'm sure you would have seen them here or there when uh, either you're warming up for your games and, and, and also in training. Uh, they're a good chance again, aren't they?
4: Yeah, I actually think this is the year. I reckon they'll be pretty pumped up, ready to go. They're always on the track. They're, uh, They're a good bunch, and I think this year's the year.
1: Yep. Oh, as I said, they've been amazing. And obviously with Nola Marino, who's been uh, a key uh, person at the Harvey Bulls Football Club to obviously um, grow the game around women at Harvey, I think has been an amazing thing. By the way, for the, we're going to mention this in the notice board in about 10, 15 minutes, but the Ladies' Day big thing happening um, on the 17th, that's going to be huge. I get the feeling there's going to be a, a fairly big day, just quietly and a big night. But anyway, hey, Mark, absolute delight to chat to you. As I said, an amazing record that you're equaling this weekend. And then, of course, next weekend you get to 290 games. Congratulations on what you've been able to achieve so far. And we wish you the best of luck for your game this weekend up against Kerry Park. Yeah, mate. Thanks for that. Appreciate the call. Out of bounds. Triple M. Uh, This weekend's action. Round 17. Second last round of the Dale Alcock Homes Southwest Football League. And there's a couple of absolute ripper games on the way this weekend. But I want us to start. With a game that's uh, been built up a lot over the last few years. Obviously, WA Day Derby is a huge one for these two clubs. But the second game that these two sides play is the Jackson Maguire Cup. We're talking about South Bunbury and Bunbury, and they honour two absolutely amazing indigenous legends of the game here in the Southwest region in Sid Jackson and Max Maguire. And uh, these two sides at it again for the Jackson Maguire Cup on Saturday Twilight. Absolutely. And regardless of your ladder placings that Makes diddly
2: squat yep. difference here. Diddly squat. Do you like that like one? Like that Dan? always.
1: Now, it's
2: in your dictionary, South were oh, and just a quick note, Josh Ryder. Oh, 100 South, games this weekend. First and best from last year. Yes, hundred games this weekend. So, congratulations, to Josh Ryder. He's having a real good season. He up. has it been really a terrific is. footballer. Yeah. he takes more defensive marks than anyone I've seen for mm-hmm. him, So he's outstanding. Now, the South were up and about last week. They yeah. copped that bit of a spray from below. So. They were up and about, and that would have given them confidence to go into this thing. And hang on, we've had our heads down, which they have for the last few weeks, and things are not going well. All of a sudden, we know we can start to play good footy, so they'll be coming in. Bunbury were very workmanlike against uh, Busso. It was an intriguing contest, but they still won by a great deal.
1: If there's a positive to come out of Bunbury's game last week is that they found lots of scoring opportunities. Like you know, uh, there's been a lot of reliance, it seems, of the past of just going to uh, the Silver Fox and that's it. And of course, he wasn't playing last
2: week. No, and Martin and the Silver... But Jethro Barraclough
1: yeah. stood
2: up last week and his, his reading off the hands of the pack yep. was pretty sensational. Now, something you can't teach, something that you need to have a bit of you've got it or you haven't, and uh, he kicked a couple of goals just by reading the pack. Okay, I'll tell you what, Ender Ruckman, Young Wood,
1: Outstanding. Okay, who are you going for? South Bunbury and Bunbury. Uh, I think the Bunbury boys have got a lot to play for. Okay, Harvey Bulls and Kerry Park. We just spoke to Mark Cherubino about this uh, record equaling game for him two hundred and eighty-nine games for the club. Can they find something against Kerry Park? I would like to, for Chero's sake, but yes. I think it's going
2: to be a long afternoon. Um, Kerry Park. Look, they're they're ruining the fact that they're not playing finals yeah. footy. I think I think they've got a belief within themselves that if if they had a snuck in they could have created some real problems in Mm. there. Unfortunately for them, they've got two games left in the season and I think they'll want to finish off on a high.
1: All right, HBL, the top side up against the Collie Eagles. Similar story for the Collie Eagles like Kerry Park where they're ruining how it all started at the start of the season. A lot of injuries early. Um, They've flown home with a wet sail. I'm interested to see how they go against HBL this weekend.
2: Well, looking
1: at the ladder positions, you think this would be pretty much
2: one-way traffic, but I'm not so sure. Collie... If you look at their last win-loss record from about round eight or nine, it's been sensational. Yeah. So they've played some pretty good footy, and they'll be setting themselves up for next year. And what better way is to have a crack at the top side? But I think HBL are just
1: too good. Okay, Augusta Marga River and Busselton, the Southern Derby on uh, Sunday afternoon at 2.20 at Gloucester Park. Augusta Marga River want to
2: be looking to bounce back because oh, yeah. they had a, a horror last weekend. Yep. You know, they had a chance to really set themselves up in that... In the top echelon of that five. And uh, they failed to meet the challenge. So I'm sure Jamo will be um, explaining to them the importance of this. But so, while they were beaten last week, Uh, they still play some pretty good
1: footy. They're just lacking a few tools. Uh, and I think Margaret River will get that done. And then our broadcast game's going to be an absolute ripper. Third versus second, VC Mitchell Park, Donnybrook taking on the Eaton Boomers. I was going through Donnybrook's team list that they had for last week's game against South have you doing a bit of on, homework for you, day? I, I, I like to do a little bit of homework oh, on the odd occasion, just to try and keep yourself, you know, knowing what the heck's going on, especially when I wasn't around last week. Um, but Donnybrook seemed to have... A few outs, maybe resting a couple. I know there's a couple of injury concerns as well. I think Jace Cormack's out to the finals uh, and a couple of other players. So they had a relatively, there's a lot of players in there that probably only played their second, third or fourth league games. Um, So in a way, I can understand why they might have faded away a little bit towards the end. So I'm interested to see how they go this week against the Eaton Boomers because they are going to be hurting a bit from last week's game. Yeah, they
2: are, and Eaton are a side that can absolutely smash you on, yeah. the, on the turnover if you're not prepared to put for the ball carrier. Donny Brook's last few games haven't been that good. They've dropped off a little bit through injuries. That's where the case is. And there's a few of them that have done an enormous amount of work throughout the season that have worn down a bit. be interested to see where the hug comes back. I don't yeah. think Cormac will play, but there'll be a couple that come back into that side, and they'll need every bit of them to get over the Eaton Boomers, even though they're playing at home. Who's your tip? I
1: think Eaton, the way they're running. Okay. All right. How uh, are you going, down? Oh, I'm on? going Donnybrook just because it's at home, but it is a flip of a coin, this one. Really well, that, looking forward to That's it. a great thing about... Yeah. Um,
2: the sides in the top five that yeah. um, anybody can knock over anyone.
1: Should make mention there's a women's exhibition game going on before the league game at VC Mitchell Park as well. So that's going to go in between the reserves and the league game. Of course, Donnybrook hoping to maybe field a side next year in uh, the women's competition, which would be nice Isn't to that see. great for the, the girls out of Donnybrook? Yeah, they're starting to build a, a nice little group out there as well. So fingers crossed that will be the case. Out of Bounds, Triple M.